Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be across the planet, around the world. Welcome. Welcome to CourtsideHeat.com, the podcast edition. That's right, back and better than ever alongside the pod father himself. He's not woke, he's not broke, he's not a joke like Adrian Wojanowski. The Podfather, Josh. How you doing, Josh? I'm doing good. How you doing? If I was doing any better, I'd be twins. You know what I mean? Yes. Excellent. Good to hear. We're a day late, but definitely not a dollar short. We are happy to be back to back to back. Podcast champions three weeks in a row. I don't know what you minions are going to do when we take a hiatus, but that's okay. We're not going on hiatus anytime soon. We are smelling playoffs, baby, and that's why Courtside Heat is going to be here breaking it all down for you. Now, you know the drill. You got to find us. You got to join the conversation. We are dominating social media on the interwebs. We're killing it. Find us at twitter.com slash Courtside Heat, facebook.com slash Courtside Heat, Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R dot com slash Courtside Heat. Instagrammer, Instagram dot com slash Courtside Heat NBA. Linktree dot com slash Courtside Heat. The Tumblr machine, that's Tumblr for you idiots. T-U-M-B-L-R dot com slash Courtside Heat. The Rumble machine, that's right, Rumble dot com where free speech actually lives 90% of the time, rumble.com slash courtsideheat. We're on the YouTubeler machine at youtube.com slash courtsideheat. We're on Medium as well. Some of our really cool long-form stories breaking it down for you in the game of basketball. You can find us on Medium, courtsideheat. And as always, the dog days of the NBA as people are starting to get ratcheted up for the playoffs and the inevitable championship, you know what's going to happen. People are going to be buying their memorabilia fast and furious. And if you want the best, if you want the best in basketball memorabilia, look no further than courtsideheat.com slash store. That's right, the mothership. We got a store on there with amazing discounts, amazing prices, amazing packages, all of that kind of stuff. If you guys are still using your mom's credit card, and that's linked to Macari, I dig it. Get a job. Go to courtsideheat.store. That way you can jump onto the Macari machine. You can find it all. From basketball cards to starting lineup figures, vintage OG style to VHS tapes, to books. We got PSA-graded cards. We got it all. It's sick. It's ridiculous. Our inventory is moving all the time. Don't miss out. Anything you want to add about the stores or social media there, little buddy? (laughs) Okay, that was just a card from one. But no, we are giving out promo codes, coupons, whatever... Low prices, free shipping. Oh, yeah. It's, it's amazing. Go on to RetailMeNot.com. That's RetailMeNot, R-E-T-A-I-L-M-E-N-O-T, RetailMeNot.com. Do a search for Courtside Heat. You'll get all the promo codes you need right there. Some are active. Some are dead. Some people are missing out on some amazing stuff. Just know you can always check back there. For Quartzite Heat for amazing promo codes. Uh, and it's also there as a pop-up when you get to the mothership herself. Quartzideheat.com. And opt in, man. Our newsletter is sick. We got insider information that simply people don't talk about on the interwebs that you're only going to find on the newsletter. Has Joshua been doing one? Of course not. Because he's lazy. But if more of you creeps actually get onto the newsletter... He'll do okay. When's the last time you did it? I didn't say anything. Exactly. Well, you gave that look like you were either concerned or taking a poop. Which, <laughs> which one is it? I'm not doing this right now. Which one is it? Concerned or poop? I guess concerned. Yeah. No, look. The email newsletter is really awesome. 
Um, and sometimes it's a great summation of everything that we got on the site. But we got some really cool tidbits. Plus, we have some insider discounts on some things. We got a lot of cool things. And so one of the things that we're going to do, we're going to get back into that. We're really going to get that, that email newsletter going. Pretty excited about it. One last thing. We're selling the domain. Historyproves.com. Historyproves.com. And look, for all of you want to be entrepreneurs, and that's all of us, we all have kind of this desire to be able to do something online that creates income that you're passionate about, that you're excited about. We love this domain, but we'd also love to sell this domain. Historyproves.com right now, I mean, look, if there was ever a time, no pun intended, in history where people are, no pun intended, talking about history, it's today. People are trying to rewrite history, change history, change the narrative on history, and tell history in their own way. A lot of it's false, a lot of it's fake, some of it's true. But you got the opportunity to build a unique content emporium. Historyproves.com can be that site where you can collaborate with people. And look, give people an alternative to really bad sites like Wikipedia. Wikipedia is not a true informational site. It's a propaganda site. It is a hardly supervised site. And I believe the Washington Post not too long ago gave it five Pinocchios. My gracious. If the Washington Post of Jeff Bezos' overlord, overlordship uh, actually calls out a liar uh, of Wikipedia, that just tells you how bad it is. Wikipedia is garbage, but here's what isn't. Historyproves.com. Build your business. Talk about history. Talk about current events. Talk about what makes you passionate. And the best part is... Make money along the way. Check it out for yourself. We never built a site there because we didn't want it to have people think it they were going to be stereotyped in and SEO a certain way. So you get it all. You get all of the social media handles. We'll even throw in the free Gmail account along with the domain. It's hosted at Namecheap. If you want to set up a Namecheap account, it makes the process really easy for us to transfer the domain to you. Uh, we love to do it. We also have that listed on eBay, which, oh, by the way, we have a lot of our products as well. We're more on Macari than eBay, but we got some stuff on eBay. But we're certainly selling HistoryProves.com on eBay as well. Anyone, anything you wanted to throw in there about History Proofs? Um, no, I think you covered anything. But if you guys not, do not want to type it in, that's fine. I'm going to put the links all down in the podcast description, wherever you get your podcast at. Yeah, and speaking of which, where are you getting your podcast at, people? Because we are everywhere. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Podcast thingy, whatever they call it. And also, all of our podcasts are uploaded to the YouTubeler and Rumbler uh, machines as well. So, really cool stuff. So, yeah, links will be below. Links are all over our social media. If you go to twitter.com slash courtsideheat, I know Josh is out there talking about history proofs. You'll find the same thing on Facebook and probably Parlor as well. So, with that, look. Here is the deal. I'm going to blow up probably anything it is that you wanted to talk about here today. We're going to touch on some of the topics, okay? And there's some of you, our loyal listeners out there that are expecting me and Josh, but me, to talk about Malcolm F. No, no, not Malcolm X. Malcolm F. The failure. LeBron James. We will do that on the overtime edition. We're going to do that on the overtime edition. I'm going to explain to you very carefully, in detail, what happened, his tweet, his fear of influence, how he's one of the most racist, bigoted, people in America. You want to call me out on that? Listen to the overtime edition when it drops in the next few days. Call me out on Twitter. Say, hey, Jason, are you the one that called LeBron James a racist? He is the biggest racist that there is in America. He's a race baiter. He's a hater. Could you imagine somebody like LeBron James saying in his 30 million dollar home, one of many, 
with personal security, private plans, saying that he was scared to leave his home? That is pandering and race baiting at best. And what he did was put another man's life in jeopardy. What's even more frightening is you have talking heads like Don Lemon on CNN that are like, uh, no, LeBron, you're wrong on this one. Funny. And then you have people like Valerie Jarrett of the Obama administration saying, it was just a knife fight. That's what people do. No, normal people don't have knife fights. And Valerie Jarrett, a black woman, along with other race-baiting blacks uh, that have an agenda, were out in full mass, full force. Knife fight? Of course, that's been happening for hundreds of years. We're a part of the matrix, folks. We're a part of the matrix. And unfortunately, they're bringing us sports fans into the matrix with them. That's bad business, and that's bad business for them. But for this podcast edition, we're not going to talk about LeBron James the racist, Malcolm F. We're not going to talk about him. By the way, in case you're curious, if you don't know who Malcolm X is, you're an idiot. But one of the best clips you're ever going to see was last year when LeBron claimed that he was reading the autobiography of Malcolm X. He brought out his prop of the book, and somebody said, LeBron, give us your overview of the book. He didn't read the book. He wasn't reading the book. He's a fraud. He's a fraud that hates you. He's a fraud that hates me. He's a fraud. And his day of reckoning is coming. The best thing that could happen for the NBA is that LeBron James goes away. Goes away. When you can make Kyrie Irving look like a normal human being, it's a big deal. Even Stan Van Gundy, that race-baiting piece of trash, thinks LeBron went a little bit too far. The best thing that could happen, that was tongue-in-cheek. Stan Van Gundy doesn't know how to read. He, He has no idea what's going on. LeBron needs to go away. Not because of the game of basketball. He's amazing for the game of basketball. He was a delight. If LeBron James would tell more of his story on how he was at 12 homes all over the Ohio area and still how he was able to make it. But you know what you're dealing with when somebody gives themselves the moniker of King James? See, he believes what it is that he espouses. And too often today, people just say whatever they want. The challenge, though, is when you have 50 million followers, an umpteen number of people dissecting every one of your words, you really can't be that stupid not to know that the things you say that have repercussions. But here's the problem. He doesn't care. And society as a whole doesn't care. But that's on outkick. That's not even half of it. I'm going to prove to you unequivocally that LeBron James is the biggest racist in America. And he should be dealt with as such. And you may be surprised or it may just confirm all the things that you know. But I am going to make the strangest segue ever from LeBron James to Jack Sigma. Tell him about Jack Sigma with the epic fact of the day. Fact of the day, day, day. Fact of the day, day, day. Here comes your what? Fact of the day. Yeah, I stole that from Dan Patrick. What's the fact of the day? Jack Sigma. So this was really interesting. I had to say, 
This happened on April 24th, 1988. Yes. Where Milwaukee's own Jack Sigma yeah. became the tallest player at yes. seven foot tall yes. in NBA history to win yes. the NBA free throw title by shooting 92% from the line. I don't think there's anybody in the league. I don't even know if Steph shoot 92% this year. It's a lost art. I all, I often said, could you imagine the numbers that Shaq would have averaged if he could have just hit a free throw? If he would have learned how to do it underhand, I'm not kidding when I say that, yeah. he, he could have absolutely, absolutely dominated. Um, and it's and it's an absolute shame. So, look, let's break it down. Jack Sigma, tallest player in the NBA at seven foot going back then in 88. Uh, well, the, the lead the league of free throw shooting. Yeah, Kareem couldn't shoot. He was better than Shaq, obviously. That's why they institute the hack of Shaq going back in the day. They would file this guy. It was just it was unbelievable. I think San Antonio, when Popovich wasn't as a big a horse's butt that he is now, uh, first instituted hack a shack. And so it is what it is. Let's break it down. Breaking what? I was going to say, you guys be surprised by Stephen Curry's free throw numbers. What? This year, 91. Last year, 100. He only played like six games last year. No, I'm no, I'm going to keep reading them to you. Uh, no, he's an amazing free throw. Yeah, I know, Dylan. Hold on a second. Team was 91. Hold on a second. Did he ever average 92? Yeah. Is he averaging 92 this year? He's only point. Did Ab? Did he? Yes or no? No, but he's only no. He's not even no, no. I don't really care. Jack Sigma is the man. Steph Curry is a piece of garbage. Let's move on. Breaking news. Talk to me about Trey Young. Yeah, so Trey Young has suffered a grade two lateral sprain on his left ankle. This was uh, this was confirmed by him in MRI. But good news, Trey Young may not be sidelined as much when his swelling goes down. So I hope the uh, Hawks if they're able to. Actually, I don't know if they're gonna be able to make the pause. Well, I know they're in the pause right now, but how? Yeah, I have to check the record real quick. Yes, I say. You googling on your phone makes for great podcasts. Go ahead. Well, no, oh no, he's in, okay. They're in fifth. Sorry, I thought they were in seventh. But yeah, even with Trey Young being out for some time, I seen the Hawks and still be a playoff team. Who has Trey Young? Oh, I knew it's coming. Ever be? Really? Nobody. Come on. Nobody. You don't have to ask the question every single time. All right, who's done for the season due to a season-ending ankle surgery? So it actually be Tareen Prince, who was who was originally from the Brooklyn Nets, who got traded over to the Cavs in the James, uh, I believe it was James Harden trade blockbuster. Who actually was not bad. He had a blockbuster trade. When the James not a trade, Harden. not a trade blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a blockbuster trade. Yeah, one sounds ridiculous. The other. My, I like my way. No but yeah, uh, Prince averaged 10 free and 2 per game in 28 games. The Cleveland Cavaliers are the most dysfunctional organization ever. First of all, I would have never brought LeBron back because if he didn't bring, I understand he brought you a title. I still think you could have built something around Kyrie and Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, I understand Andrew Wiggins isn't what everybody was hoping that he was going to be. Kevin Love is so disgusted with this team. Yesterday, uh, if you're listening to that, it doesn't matter when you're listening to this, but as so this was happened on Monday. What's that, Tuesday? It doesn't yeah. matter. He just threw in the ball out of disgust. Let the other team pick it off. He stood there out of bounds, and he's like, whatever. He's so disgusted. I don't know why he took I, – I understand why he took the money. It was a ton of money that they gave him to stay. But this team is just so bad. So bad. So bad. So. Yeah, so they wanted things. Because uh, I think it was J.B. Bakerstaff. I think it was their head coach. Can't remember. Either way, he's, um, their head coach is like, yeah, Kevin Love apologized for that incident. I don't think he meant it. I think it's okay. He absolutely meant, meant what? Apologizing. I don't think he meant it. Well, who knows? No, I'm sure he meant it after the fact, right? But here's the thing. The, uh, cut. Here's the thing about the Cavs. If LeBron did not come back for the championship, let's just say the championship never happened, Kevin Love could have been out there sooner. He wouldn't have been there in the first place. I think, you, yeah, because I think you would have had up to 2016 with him, and I think you would have just No. Like, no. I'm talking about the second time back. No. 
They traded traded Andrew Wiggins for Kevin Love. Right. That trade would have never happened. No, I'm talking about LeBron's second time coming back. So am I, butthead. He only played with LeBron the second time. So when LeBron came back, season one in the second stint, the trade was Andrew Wiggins for Kevin Love. The trade would have never happened. Right. What are you talking about then? I was agreeing with you. You weren't agreeing with me! You didn't know what you were talking about. Oh, yes, I do. But you... Okay, tell me. No, I'm not, I'm not going to explain myself. I don't have to. Of course not, because you can't explain yourself. Kevin Love would have left Minnesota, probably would have went back to the went to the Clippers or, or the Lakers, because he went to UCLA. He's a California guy, and he wouldn't be suffering. I mean, I understand. Again, he's making a ton of dough. But for a lot of these guys, it even goes past the money. Anyway, talk to me about Tad Brown and why anybody should care. Wow. Okay, so Tad Brown resigns as the CEO of the Houston Rockets. CEO. Yeah, that's what I said. You said CEO. No, I said CEO. You said CEO. No. What's the CEO? Hold on. Hold on. No, hold on. No. Hold on. I'm going to keep on going. What does COO stand for? I'm going to keep on going. What does COO stand for? I'm going to keep on going. No. What is The whole Nobody gives a crap about Tad Brown. I think nobody. Nobody cares. Hold on. What does COO stand for? We're talking about CEO. Right, that's Chief Executive Officer. Yeah. What does COO stand uh, for? It's Chief Operational Officer. Pretty close. Chief Operating Officer. Yeah. All right, go ahead. But yeah, here's saying So, the Rockets, they're just the Rockets right now because they're full... What does that mean? They're just Oh, um, I was just Rockets. about to explain it. Well, explain it, and it better be good. Yeah, so basically, the whole front office has taken a massive, and coaching staff that matter, has taken a massive change. Like with guys like Daryl Morey and Mike D'Antoni. And then you had on the player side too, where they got rid of Victor Oladipo, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and all these different guys. So the Rockets right now are just basically working off a great player in Christian Wood and John Wall. Well, yeah. You said the Houston Rockets. Doing Houston Rockets things. No, I never said that. Yes, you did. What did you say? No, I just said the Houston Rockets are just the Houston Rockets. What does that mean? It just means that they're just. just. What is it? They're just? What does that mean? It's just like they're fine. You gonna say anything? The mic's rolling. Mike is not rolling. Tape is rolling. The oh, mic no. is not rolling. This organization is most definitely in flux. There's no doubt about it. Tad Brown is so insignificant and so irrelevant. It doesn't even matter. But to your point, this is a massive overhaul. I have no idea what Fertitta is doing there. He has no idea what he's doing there. Why he got rid of He should have at least tried it one more time with D'Antoni, Maury, and all of that. But the truth of the matter is, not one of those guys ever beat anybody. Hear me on. I know I say that a lot, but Harden's never beat anyone. Westbrook has never beat anyone. D'Antoni's never beat anyone. Daryl Morey's never put a team together that's ever beat anyone. Right. Well, here you're saying, I go back to your point about maybe uh, the owners should have given another push for Daryl Morey. My opinion, it's just my opinion, things got really sour after the Hong Kong incident. Oh, yeah, because everybody else can have freedom of speech based upon lies. And Daryl Morey wants to stick up for freedom fighters so they can have liberty in Hong Kong. But somehow, you know, and I'll address that because uh, LaDunce had a lot uh, to say about that, and, and he's a moron. So, anyway, okay. With the Spurs winning on Thursday night, that eliminated two teams from the postseason. Who are they, and why should we care? Well, I don't know if we should care because they were never even good this season in the first place. But you have the Rockets and the Timberwolves. An interesting fact is, okay, so basically the Rockets and Timberwolves are officially eliminated from the postseason. Mm-hmm. We kind of knew that because I think the Timberwolves were like in 14 or 15th seed. And the Rockets, when you lose 22 games straight, you have no you have no right to go into playoffs. Yeah, but, that's true. Well, what snapped was the Rockets had made the playoffs in eight consecutive seasons. Which is really easy to do in the NBA, even if you're horrible. Because basically every team gets a trophy and gets to play in the playoffs. 
Yeah, well, it's, it's, um, except for those seven teams in the conference. Do you know who the hottest team in the NBA was until yesterday? Um, no. The New York Knicks. I was going to say them, but aren't you didn't say them. Well, I was going to say I just didn't watch. So that leaves me. Well, we'll get back to your your little your little stuff here because nobody cares what you have to say. They only care what I have to say. Well, well, well yeah. Are we? Are you serious? Serious about what? All right. Well, let's hold on a second. All right. Well, no. Let's hit these. Let's hit these next two things. Let's talk about John Wall and Demarcus Cousins. We have a Demarcus Cousins sighting. What is it? Talk about John Wall first, and then talk about D Cousins. Yeah. So basically, John Wall is done. Basically, he's done for the season with a hamstring injury. By no means does he have like this serious injury. He's still not apply him anymore because he only have eleven games left. It's because he bites. Well, and they're trying to try uh try out different lineups, trying to figure out what work heading into the off season. Yeah. So basically, new, what they new players. So basically, what they mean is we're scrapping everything. We have no idea what we're doing. It's basically what they're doing. They're pretty much trying to kill Bun here. I can't even believe you got a tidbit about Demarcus Cousins. I bet you. 80% of the people that are listening to this didn't even know DeMar Cousins was still in the association. I liked DeMarcus Cousins. I thought it was great. That's your mistake. Well, no, he was great before his injuries. He was he good. Was really? Where did he, what team did he have his best years with? Well, okay, you had you had the uh, – hold on. He played many teams here. Which team did he have his best years with? Well, hold on, let me, no, why are you Googling this? You're, you're courtside heat. I can't so remember. tell me. Huh? I can't remember all the teams he played for. No, name one. If you're going to have a tidbit okay, about DeMarcus Cousins, tell me the team that he had his best years with. He played with so many teams, but I know he played with the Warriors. No, I said pick the team what? that he had his best Fine, years the Pelicans. with. No, it's not even close. It's the Sacramento Kings, and it's not even close. That was pretty. That was That's pretty where he made his name. Yes, and How do you not know that? Well, we played for so well, you're a courtside heat. So are you. You're so, I knew the answer to the question. And we are courtside heat together. No. You're courtside heat. Why don't you know these things? Oh, I do know them. But you, oh, really? Did you? Please share with, share with the audience what DeMarcus Cousins did with the Kings. No, because I was going to, well, because no, DeMarcus Cousins signed for the remainder of the season with the Clippers. That's what we're talking about. Why is anybody supposed to care? Cousins is a great. What, he's not great. I like the player. Why? What is it about his game that you liked? He's got great defensive skills. Plus, he, he is a defensive liability. To oh. Marcus Cousins, his entire when he was with the, when he was with the Rockets, career, he was fine. A defensive liability. No. Yes. I just haven't watched him that much. Okay. First. I've watched him through college and the NBA. I stopped watching him shortly after Sa- he told Sacramento he wasn't signing long term, and then his entire career went into the toilet from there. Yeah, he did injuries. No, he just wasn't that good. Oh, he's good. No. Oh yeah. He's not in the hall of okay. Oh no, he's an okay. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yo, yeah. Go ahead. Tell us why he's good, please. Well, don't Sh- no. I'm share not, with no, me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna prove myself. Why? Because I don't. Because I don't have to. I I don't even know what that means. We're just talking about him signing for the remainder of the season. It's not as big things like eleven games left or something after the Clippers. No, no, no. But you're talking. You're talking a big game about Demarcus Cousins. So tell everybody why. DeMarcus Cousins is good. I'm not going to do that. Why? Because I don't have to. No, no, no. It's not that you don't have to. It's that you can't. Why don't you just make up stuff like you normally do? Oh, I do not make up Go stuff. Go ahead. Make up stuff. I'm not making up anything. Huh? Really? How old is he? I see, I know he's like 28, 29. He's 30. Where did he go to college? Does that really matter? Yes, it does. <laughs> Okay, um, uh, many colleges in the universe? No, there's not. Uh, I don't know. 
he, where he got the nickname Boogie, his name is Boogie Cousins, Kentucky, Kentucky, Kentucky. Has, oh, he, has he ever made, an, did he ever play in the Olympics? He, get, oh, he made the All-Star from 2016 to 2018. Oh, wow, two years of All-Star, that's huge. He stinks. Okay, hold on, I'm not done. Just hang on. So from 2010 to 2017, he played with the Kings, right? That's where he had his best years, and it's not even close. Interestingly enough, since then, Pelicans, War uh, Warriors, Rockets, Clippers, and I don't know how many times he's been he's been hurt. Two-time NBA second team. Woo! Interestingly, never even placed in the top ten in defensive. Uh, voting because he's an injured, he's an injured guy. He's he hasn't gonna... been. He didn't get injured from 2010 to 2017. No, but that, okay, come. On. What does that mean? Really? If he was so good at defense, he would have been under consideration. But he, but that never actually. He took still place. gets stops. It helps the team. Still, he gets stops. You don't. Have, you don't have to be in the top ten to be a great defense player. Do you hear yourself? So basically what you're saying is, just, just so the audience understands, you don't have to play good defense to be a great defensive player. Is that what we're saying? No, I'm saying you don't have to be in the top 10, but you can still be a great defensive player. Okay, let me ask you a question. Is LeBron James in the top 10 defensive players year in and year out? Oh, yeah. Of course. Was Michael Jordan defensive MVP in seasons? Um. Yes, yeah. he was. Um, Gary Payton's nickname was The Glove. Why? For defense. What's Rodman known for outside of rebounding? Defense. Steals. Defense. Huh. Okay, but when defense is never recognized anymore when you, now. I give that to you, but it very much was in 2010, 11. Oh, times have changed. I understand. But back then, for the first seven years in the league, the only time he was productive at all, the only time that people actually gave a darn, because he was nuts, that gave a darn about this guy, yet nobody ever talked about him for his defense. Oh, he's well, yeah. But you brought it up that he's known as a defensive, was it stopper? Was that the word you used? Oh, yeah. A defensive stopper. No, Jordan was a defensive stopper. LeBron is a defensive stopper. DeMarcus Cousins is a doorstopper. Fine. Right. Anything else you want to talk about in relation to DeMarcus Cousins? No. Are we in agreement that we're never bringing him back up yeah. again on this podcast? I'll just bring him up on social media. You could bring... Why do you want to be mocked on social media for your love of all things DeMarcus Cousins? But listen, let's move on. I got a big topic I want to introduce. Oh, right, perfect. M V P. And I'm going to make my case for the most valuable player. We all know who you're going to pick, which is uh, Joel Embiid or Jokic. Joel Embiid would have been a runaway winner with his stats if it wasn't for the injuries. He's out. Forget him. No. He's still producing high numbers. Forget Joel Embiid. Fine, Jokic. Jokic. You have a good argument. If you look at purely at stats, you have an argument. Here is your MVP. Now, here's the thing, and that's even with the Jamal Murray injury. So I give it to you, right? Right. But I'm going to give you your MVP. The MVP isn't the league's best player, because if it was, it would go to Laputz every year. Fair? Right. And before that, it would have went to Jordan every year. And before that, Bird, before that, Jabbar, right? So on and so forth. Right. Okay. It's the most valuable player to his team, which is not Jokic. Let me explain this to you. We're talking about Aaron Gordon here? That is the dumbest thing. No, we're talking about DeMarcus Cousins. That's who we're talking about. Well, no, you're talking no, about his team. No, no, no. Listen to me. You brought in DeMarcus Cousins into this. Now it's time for you to be quiet. And you're going to listen to who the most valuable player is. You ready? Ready. It's Chris Paul, and it's not even close. Here's why. Last year, with essentially the same team, the Phoenix Suns were go nowhere, do nothing. And if it wasn't for a little 8-0 run in the bubble, nobody would have talked about it. 
Chris Paul has changed this entire franchise. He has now made DeAndre Ayton from a, oh boy, first round pick to, huh. He's made D-Book into a killer and a facilitator. He has taken this entire organization that hasn't made the playoffs in, I don't know, six or seven hundred years. They're a half game or a game out of first. Just beat the Knicks and MSG, the hottest team in the NBA. They only went three and two on their five-game Eastern Conference road trip. I get that. But the Phoenix Suns playoffs, of course. People are starting to say the C word with the Phoenix Suns, and that's championship. Possibly because what Chris Paul did last night with the dagger to the Knicks, the very well-coached, playing the right-way basketball, Tom Thibodeau, New York Knicks, who should be, I mean, I think Monty Williams should be coach of the year because I have Phoenix Suns. But, man, Tibbs is doing it in New York. He's making New York irrelevant with a bunch of freaking castaways. They don't, they don't have the mellow. They don't have LeBron. They don't have D-Wade. They don't have Zion. They don't have your boy Lonzo Ball. They don't have that name. They got Julius Randle. Right? Right. Okay. So let's not get Julius Randle better than DeMarcus Cousins. Not in 2011 or 2012, which I knew you knew. Anyway, Chris Paul has single-handedly taken a team that was just begging, begging to be into uh, the playing game to championship conversation here in the desert. He has revitalized Devin Booker to the killer that he used to be. He's making deal. He's he's had DeAndre Aiden actually take that next step. Think about this for a second. Last year, when Oklahoma City was literally doing everything they possibly could to avoid the playoffs for a lottery pick, everything that they could do. Chris Paul single-handedly willed them to the playoffs. And now this year, Chris Paul, Chris Paul at his size and his stature can create a shot, little Chris Paul, unlike maybe any other player we've seen in recent memory. He's not LeBron size. He's not Jordan size. He's not strong. He's just kind of... He's Chris Paul. Chris Paul is the MVP. The Suns are not one game out of the best record in the NBA. It's not even close. DeAndre Ayton may not even have his fifth uh, fifth year of his contract picked up if it's not for Chris Paul. Chris Paul is the reason that Mikael Bridges is scoring 20 points a game. Chris Paul's the reason that people could care less that Kelly Oubre isn't here. At one point in the beginning of the season, the Suns were better with, was it Darich or Sarich? I can't remember his name. Yeah. Of the Suns on the floor than DeAndre Aiden. There were times that Aiden wasn't seeing the court until the fourth quarter. Or during the fourth quarter. Crunch time. They didn't want him out there. Chris Paul went to DeAndre. Taught him how to be a professional. This guy, for the first time in maybe his entire career, including the five minutes that he spent at the University of Arizona, is posting people up on his hip. He's posting up angry. He actually, his maturity level got so good in the first quarter of yesterday's game 
when Paul threw him a bounce pass, he missed it. He's telling Chris Paul where he wants the ball in the block. DeAndre Ayton has never done that. Never. He was a bad, poor man's Dirk Nowitzki that couldn't shoot. Chris Paul is your MVP. Nobody's going to give it to him. It's not even close in my mind. I don't even know if he'll get a vote, right? right? But here's what I'm telling you. Chris Paul is your MVP. If Chris Paul did for the, the Suns, if he did it for the Knickbockers, the Miami Heat, Los Angeles Lakers, although they didn't need him, but you know what I mean? Right. He would be the national story this year. Your boy Jokic is going to probably get it. Yeah. And by stats, he deserves it. But it doesn't make him the league MVP. It doesn't even make him the team MVP. Chris Paul has been transformational. Jokic has been putting up numbers. And there's a difference in my mind. Right, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, here's how I think about it. I think... Hold on. He's no DeMarcus Cousins. I'll give you that. Yes, thank okay, you. Okay, thank you, Walker. I think the problem is, if we go off of favoritism, I say LeBron wins. If we no. go off of stats, I say Jokic wins. LeBron doesn't win this year. LeBron's yeah. not going to win. I mean, right. he'll still get a few first-place votes, but he won't win. Right. Jokic wins. Embiid will be there. If Embiid stayed healthy this whole year, he'd have ran away with the MVP. Yeah. Well, Doc Rivers has done amazing with Embiid. MB, Doc Rivers is what Joel Embiid needed to become the Joel Embiid that they drafted. Right. If you could, if you could transform Ben Simmons, you could do anything. Because Ben Simmons played better than he did in his first year. He's able to shoot. Okay. He's well, able, no, well, easy. Not able to shoot. No, but he's able to like have a better, some of a better jump shot. It's improving. Brent Brown. Is a heck of a basketball coach. Knows X's and O's like nobody else's business. And he was at the right place at the right time to keep that team in the process together. Doc Rivers is the man that can lead Philly to a championship. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's 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 pretty amazing as yeah. these things. So you have to because you have the combination of Doc Rivers and Darren Morey. Yeah, but no, let's listen. We're 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 Phoenix Suns homers. I get that. But, look, I, I don't care what you say. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. There, there's just there's no doubt in my mind uh, what what's happening. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's not even, yeah, it's not even close. Yeah, because it's been, it's been 10 or 11 years now since we made the playoff. Just a playoff game. So, yeah. I don't know how long it's been for the Knicks, but for the Suns, it's been a while. Oh, oh, no, it's been a long time. Look, that's my MVP thing on it. I want to get you the other one. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Julius Irving, Dr. J, came out with um, his list. And in case you missed it and uh, the, the plebs out there missed it, everybody's been taking shots at MJ recently. And the last thing you want to do is take shots at MJ. So first, Gary Payton, the glove, says that John Stockton was more difficult to defend than his airness. And then when Dr. J was on Fox Sports Live, they asked him for his top five players of all <laughs> time. Right? Right. Will Chamberlain. Bill Russell. Okay. Elgin Baylor. Okay. Jerry West. The Big O. Oscar Robertson. No Michael Jordan. Wow. No Michael Jordan. And so, he came up with his second team, Dr. J. Jordan and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar made that. Right? Right. Dr. J, in his second team, left off two names. Did you catch it? LeBron James. And then Kobe. And Kobe being Brian. 
pretty amazing. Um, look, I think this is what we like to call um, a bias because you know Dr. J played with those guys, and I would probably I would take Elgin Baylor off and obviously put on Jordan, and it's not even close. Uh, with all due respect to the recently passed Elgin Baylor. Oscar Robinson was a double-double machine that, that many people just simply don't know about. Will Chamberlain will never be appreciated because there's not a whole lot of tape on Will Chamberlain. Bill Russell is probably the greatest winner. Not the greatest basketball player, the greatest blocker, but the greatest winner. Those Celtics dynasties, I mean, look, a little bit different back then, but Auerbach, there was no such thing as free agency. It didn't exist, right? You were the property of the Boston Celtics, and that's how it was until the Celtics were done with you. It wasn't the other way around. Guys couldn't move, right? Right. Um, uh, Bill Russell may be the greatest winner or collector of wins. Um, I, I can understand taking Wilt over Kareem, <laughs> but Kareem was, I don't like Kareem's you know, personal opinions out there or anything like that. But the truth of the matter is, Kareem was a pretty good ball player yeah. in his own right. What's interesting is the day that Jordan retired, Dr. J came out then and said that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was the greatest player in NBA history. Yet he leads him off. So I'm not sure. I think Dr. J may be doing a little controversy for controversy's sake. I don't know if that's the case or not. Uh, but it was it was kind of interesting. Um, you know, look, I love Jerry West. I love Oscar Robinson, Elgin Baylor, Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain. That's a, that's a pretty amazing five. Uh, but here's the deal. If you take Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, um, and let's just say Shaq and um, oh, well, well, you can have, you know, Shaq will play power forward and he'll act with. No, you take Shaq and Hakeem Olajuwon, yeah. uh, you know, Jordan's going to dunk on all those fools. Yeah. And if he's not dunking, Kobe's dunking. And if Kobe's not dunking, you know, LeBron will facilitate. But nobody could have stopped LeBron and his physical size. It's really interesting. It's tough to gauge these things. But that got a lot of buzz on the internet. I think what was even more amazing in his second tier um, of people, uh, he named Carl the Mailman Malone. And, um, yeah, so uh, Carl Malone, uh, a stat stuffer. And Gary Payton's just a turd looking for information. John Stockton was an amazing basketball player, but it is not harder to defend Stockton uh, than it is over Jordan. So he just wants to kind of poke that bear. Look, I know that uh, – I know that uh, – that you wanted to talk about LeBron. We're going to save that for the overtime yeah. edition. I want to keep this light. I wanted to keep it kind of fun and, and do that whole thing. I don't think it's necessary. If you Look, we're going to give you the, the weekend review from or whatever the last overtime was to this overtime, right? But I know we're not quite done. I know I brought out the Suns, right, MVP. Uh, I'm excited about the playoffs. Same here. We're right around the corner. I can't wait to watch the Suns and see what they do. I thought Dr. J's thing was pretty interesting. What you got? What's your last topic that you want to throw out there to the people? Did you want to run with doc, uh, with topic four? Um, you're talking to me, topic four. Like, I can see it and the people can at home can see it. People at home, do you want to see topic four? Hold on, we'll wait. We don't, I saw you can see it. Well, then we can run with topic four. Okay, tell me what topic four is. So you're going to go from the MVP conversation to the Dr. J list to something involving the Timberwolves. That's what you want to do. Oh, maybe. No, 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 no. Skip that one. Look, here's the thing. I know you want to talk about Cat. Carl Anthony Towns is a pretty interesting dude. Uh, came out of the University of Kentucky, another Calipari project, or, uh, yeah, project, and, and he's an amazingly gifted basketball player. Um, he's got a max contract. I get that. They're stuck with that max contract for a few years. Now that A-Rod and the other guy are buying the team, they're going to take over control. There's no way they're going to let Carl Anthony Towns uh, leave. Who's the kid Who's the kid that they drafted? Uh, Anthony Edwards. I love Anthony Edwards because uh, did you see that during the press conference? They're like, um, they're like Anthony, um, uh, what do you think about A-Rod becoming the owner of the Timberwolves? And he's like, ooh, <laughs> ooh. And then he's like, "Oh, you mean the guy that dates J Lo?" They're like, they're like, "No, the uh, the Hall of Fame, uh, the Hall of Famer, uh, you know, the Yankee, you know, A Rod, Anthony Rod, or uh, Alex Rodriguez." And he's like, "Never heard of him." 
It was great. <laughs> he's like, I was pretty good at I was pretty good at baseball too. You know, I played uh, center field and pitcher and all this other kind of stuff. So it was pretty funny uh, as things go. But look, Minnesota, like Houston, this is my opinion. Minnesota, like Houston, puts together a conglomeration of stars, but it never seems to get them anywhere. Now, now, Houston, I mean, you got to remember through the years, my man. They they thought they had it with Christian Leitner, right? I love Christian Leitner, my favorite basketball player of all time. Then they got it with KG. Then they had Stefan Marbury, Starberry, along with KG. And then and then they got Tom Gugliotta. I know you don't know who he is, along with that. And they start going through these iterations of this is the next one, this is the next one, this is the next one, this is the next one. And it never seems to happen. It just, it never, it never seems to take off. I mean, I'm looking, you know, they drafted, you know, I look at I mean, none of these guys. I mean, Chris Dunn, right? I mean, he was, a, he was a Bulls castaway. Lori Marketing traded to the Bulls and Anthony Edwards. I mean, we'll see what Anthony Edwards does. I'm not wild by Anthony Edwards. Can you, can you build a team around Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns? You can't. Here's the problem as I see it. I don't know why Chris Paul. Went to the Suns. Probably D-Book. Probably Arizona because we're not a pack of freaks walking around with masks all day and spraying the air with disinfected like the rest of the freaks in the world. I don't know why D-Book came here. Okay. Or I'm sorry, why Chris Paul came here. Probably because of D-Book. Right. Here's the question. Can the big cat get people to come to Minnesota? I mean, they're burning the place down half the time. So let's pretend like they're not burning the place down. Right? And and I'll have a big thing on the uh, the 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 George Floyd Memorial Park. You don't want to miss out on this because it is trashola, uh, and and I'm pulling no punches on that. But anyway, can he recruit? Does any does a big time free agent look at Carl Anthony Towns? Um, look at Anthony Edwards, and who's the permanent coach going to be? That I mean, Thibodeau didn't stay. Thibodeau's the man. And even then, he had a hard time. If you look past, like, the record. They had Jimmy Bob Butler. They had Cat. I know. They had uh, D'Angelo Russell. Dude, they had everyone. Didn't they have D'Angelo? Is he there now? Yeah, Dio's there now. Yeah, why don't you have it? It doesn't matter. Here's what I'm saying. Well, uh, Dio wasn't drafted. He no, was, yeah. Yeah. But wait, here's what I'm saying, though. You have Tibbs there with Buckets, D'Lo, Cat, and Wiggins at one point, dude. Well, let me just say this. The only time Thibodeau went to the playoffs was in 2017. That's when they lost sad to in the first round. They've had every single losing season besides one. That was in but that's not Thibodeau. No, I'm just saying, including or not including him. I'm telling you, I'm not sure that Glenn... I know Glenn Taylor should have never got, given a max contract to Andrew Wiggins. That's easy. Right. The, look, the Suns in the offseason, people wanted them to trade. Uh, De, uh, DeAndre Aiden and, and a few other assets for Carl Anthony Towns. Minnesota was down for it, bro. Monty Williams is like, yeah, no, we're not doing that crap. And, and our GM wasn't going to do it either. Fans, media personnel are like, oh, how can you not take Carl Anthony Towns? Well, there's a reason. Who wants to go there? No, really. You could say, look, he's averaging 26 and 11 per game. That's great. That's great. Good numbers. Great numbers. And the problem is, He's not a bad player. No. But he's in Minnesota. And I get the argument that if you're a great player, you should be able to you should be able to will your team. Who did who did Kevin Garnett ever recruit to Minnesota? Now it was a little bit different during Garnett's heyday with free agency and whatnot. And he finally won his championship when he went to Boston. Right, with the big three. With the big three, right? The first dream team for all you idiots out there that thought LeBron was the originator of that. That's ridiculous, for one. Um I don't know, man. I Carl Anthony Town. Look, I think who they get is a coach. Look, Thibodeau was, is a great coach. Right. Um, if it were me, what would I have done? I would have come up with a, I don't know, 10-year, $120 million offer to Billy Donovan. Not kidding. Right. Not kidding at all. Because right. I was just about to bring it up. I would I would take Billy Donovan in that situation. I would even take Brad Stevens in that situation. Well, Stevens is not going. He's not leaving the No, I'm just saying, the if there was a what if, 
And we were in. And if well, you if there's a line, what if. I mean, you're gonna. I mean, you might as well take Spolstra or right. You know, Phil Jackson coming out of retirement or something. Like that. Right. No, look. I mean, that's gonna that's gonna play a part. That's gonna play a part. So, I mean, the way I look at it is, it's it's gonna start with that leadership at the head coaching position, because that coach, along with Cat, have to have the ability to recruit people. But even in saying that, you're going to look at other basketball markets, Portland being one. Um, you're, they try it all the time with, with Will Lillard and, and what's his name. They just can't get people to come there. Um, you know, Buckets couldn't wait to get out of there. Of course, Buckets couldn't wait to get out of Philadelphia either. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know, bro. This organization has been interesting. They've had a lot. They've had Hall of Fame players um, through the years. Kevin Garnett being right. one. I just don't know. You want to see Minnesota relevant? Uh, I'm excited to see the Knicks being relevant again. But you want to see you want to see Minnesota relevant because you want to see markets like that do well. You don't want to see them losing all their big stars and going those stars going on somewhere else to win a title. Right. You know. KG and, and others, right? Um, you know, it's interesting, man. I, I don't know what they do. I think it starts at the head coach. That head coach has to be an attractor factor, you know, for free agents and all that other kind of stuff. Here's the thing about um, Carl Anthony Towns, too. They don't want to lose one of their big stars that they have. His contract expires in 2024. I think if, if he's fed up enough, I think he's going to leave. I don't think they're going to give him their max contract, whatever contract. I think it's over between them. It'll be interesting. Then I mean, obviously, you're right. The next two years are going to play a pretty big role. If they're building a foundation, they're starting to win. You know, it's going to be pretty interesting to see. But, um, again, they'll be able to offer him a super max contract, and that's going to be a lot of money on the table that other teams can't do the extra years, the extra money. So we'll kind of wait and see. Yeah. What else you got, Bubba? Um, I think if you want to get to it, I, we got predictions sure to go wrong. We got predictions sure to go wrong, Josh. All right, we got our top three predictions sure to go wrong. We got the Bucks at the Rockets. Who do you got? Why? I got the Bucks win by nine. That's coming up on April the 29th. Mark it down. Rockets, massive upset over the Bucks. Hawks versus 76ers. Who do you got and why? I got the 76ers win by 11. That's right. The Hawks with a massive upset taking down the Doc Rivers 76ers. Suns versus Jazz on April 30th. Who do you got and why? I got the Suns win by two. I love it. I like to see the Suns win by 122. Those are your predictions sure to go wrong. And we loved having you guys around. You know the dealio. As always, we are all over social media. You can find us on the Twitter machine, twitter.com slash courtsideheat, facebook.com slash courtsideheat, instagram.com slash courtsideheat, NBA, parlor.com slash courtsideheat. And you got the YouTube machine at court or youtube.com slash courtside heat, rumble.com slash courtside heat, tumblr.com slash courtside heat, linktree.com slash courtside heat, medium.com slash courtside heat. And you got the mothership itself, the website where you can get it all from pillar to post, soup to nuts, A to Z, and everything in between. Courtsideheat.com, which also features the store courtsideheat.com slash store if you have to steal your mom's credit card to buy the things we get it she has a Macari account find us at courtsideheat.store all of our product and inventory is there as well as ebay and don't forget about historyproofs.com what's your final word until courtside heat the overtime edition where we let loose on all the woke snowflake masking idiots out there today josh you got anything for the people when you listen to courtside overtime do not wear um air um headphones 
We there may be a lot of screaming. So if you're gonna wear AirPods or whatever, just turn on the volume. Just turn it down a little bit. No, absolutely. If you're gonna wear if you're gonna listen to the overtime edition, you do wanna wear earphones because you don't want to get fired at your place of work thinking that you're listening to a couple raving lunatics. <laughs> Until next time at Courtside Heat the Podcast Overtime Edition. He's the pod father, Josh. I'm Jason. We'll see you on the beaches, slopes, and cruise ships of the world. Until next time, good night now.